Welcome to the show after the show with Eden and Amadeus. And we're kicking things off talking about one of my all-time favorite actors right now. Wait, and I he's would one think of your all-time favorite? Yeah, I wow. love Tom Holland. Wow, okay. Because everything he does makes me just smile. I think he's adorable. Tom Holland. Why are you surprised to hear me say that? Well, I mean, Tom Holland in the big picture has been around for about a minute. I know You know that. what I mean? Like versus like... For me, one of my all-time favorites is like a Harrison Ford right? or someone that's been around for like 30 or 40 years. But hey, you know, to each his own. Yeah, I just, I don't know that I'll be saying it in 30 years, but for whatever reason, if you were to ask me right now, is there an actor who, if he was in a movie, you would want to watch it no matter what? Mm-hmm. That's who I would pick. Okay. Maybe because I just love him in Spider-Man and he's been in some other things that I've really liked too. And in those other things, I didn't necessarily like the actual movie. Like Uncharted, I thought was just meh, but yeah. I loved him. Okay. So, okay. Tom Holland, according to the Vegas people, the odds makers, mm-hmm. has a chance at replacing Daniel Craig as James Bond. I think that chance is a snowball's in hell. Well, whether it is or isn't, what do you think about the concept? I think it's a horrible idea. To me, Tom Holland is still a boy. And when you look at him, he's got the boyish charm. He's got the boyish look. Everything about him, to me, still says boy. Mm-hmm. And James Bond, in my opinion, needs to be a man that actually has the ability to grow facial hair. <laughs> okay. And could stand up, you know, for himself. And also, isn't Tom Holland, like, pretty short compared yes. to a lot of other actors? I think he is. I think John, James Bond needs to be, like, a six-foot-one, you know, strapping like a James, uh, a Jason Statham would be like, I want a, I want a real man's man. Maybe they could do a young James Bond prequel type thing with him. Okay. I've not seen him. I'm trying to think if I've seen him in anything where he uses his real accent, British. If they did a young James Bond, would he eventually grow up to be six feet tall? Like that actor? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so either. (laughs) Well, okay. So you're you're saying you don't see it ever happening? Or do you think maybe if he's still around in about 20 years? Yeah, I don't see it ever happening. I I would be much more on board. And I've never seen that. What's his name? Reggae Jean. I've never seen him in anything. Bridgerton guy. But but just looking at pictures of him, I could see him more aesthetically as a James Bond type. Mm -hmm. Because I think he's got a bigger build. He looks like a man. So you didn't see him in that Chris Evans no. uh, thing. What was the Chris Evans thing that was just recently out? But also, you know, I'm a huge fan of Idris Elba. I really love uh-huh. the idea. But I think Idris is too old now. You need to get someone who's in their mid-30s um, if you're going to have another decade-long franchise with one actor. Oh, God. What was it? It was just out Gray Man. Oh, gr- no, gray I wouldn't Man. watch that. It looks horrible. It was, it was not great. It was not great, but Reggae Jean Page was in that. Oh, okay. And and how would he do, in your opinion, as a Bond type? I think he would be okay. I mean, he's definitely gorgeous to look at. Yeah. And he's got the great accent, and he's got tons of presence on on screen, but he's also young. I think here's where I, here's where I am on James Bond. I love the James Bond movies. I'm a huge fan of the of that franchise. I think right now we need to get almost an unknown or I agree somebody with, you. with no history, no past. So there's no prejudging. Like, he just pops onto the scene and bam, he's James Bond. And that's what he is. Don't judge me for this question, but what did we know Daniel Craig from before James Bond? I don't remember. You know, Daniel Craig had been in, I think, a couple of smaller, like, I think he was in, wasn't he in one of the, um, 
Guy Ritchie movies. Okay, or... so so that you could almost hearken that back to being like a virtual unknown in yeah, a way. Oh, yeah, I because think, unknown to, to the masses. I think he was a virtual unknown to the masses. Okay. And I think Roger Moore before that was uh, he was in a TV show in Britain um, that was kind of a spy a spy show. So he was kind of groomed for that part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think at this point you just have to have someone that there's not a lot of history with. Mm-hmm. I I would agree with you. We we agree. All right, moving on. Let's talk country music. Okay, and one of our absolute favorite country stars of all time. Let's tell why we love Justin Moore so much. When when we first started in country, this was back in 2007, mm-hmm. um, Justin Moore was just breaking out of the scene. And back then, we had a lot more time on the radio to talk to people. Sometimes people would come into the studio and hang out with us like pretty much all morning. Yeah. For some reason, we bonded with this kid. And I still call him a kid because in my mind, he's just still starting out. And to the point that, like, I remember when he was playing at the Jacksonville Landing, he invited us on stage to sing uh, a Dwight Yoakam song with him yep. because he knew we were Dwight fans. And we just, we just really, and then we saw him in Nashville and yeah, he hung he out came with up, us. This is the funniest thing. So he had a hit or two already, and we were in Nashville, and we called him up, and he's like, yeah, his wife, Kate, dropped him off, and he met us out at a bar. She and dropped him off in yeah. front of the bar, like, almost like a kid. Yeah. Like, he had a play date with us. And wasn't that his record label said, let's go schmooze the country DJs? It was nothing like that. Then he comes back to town, and we're on the bus, and he says to my husband and me, hey, do you guys ever need a place to stay in Nashville? Now, don't get me wrong. If you were to say to him right now, quick, Justin Moore, name those two in Jacksonville that you talked to that many years ago. I'm not suggesting he'd instantly know us. I think he would remember he us might. like that. He very well might. I think with a little pushing. You know sure. what I love about his new song, um, With a Woman You Love? He talks about another person staying out late as my going home early. And that night that his wife dropped him off to have a beer, he told us he was going to have a beer and then go home. Yeah. And then like an hour later, his wife picked him up. He wasn't staying out late. He wasn't partying. He wasn't doing yeah. that scene. So he's a really good guy. Really, he's really a, cool he's guy. He's a nice guy. And he and his wife, Kate have the same issues that you and your husband or your wife or your partner have. Listen to this. We have very little time to watch TV, quite honestly, with kids and work and everything. So when we do, you know, it's at night when we're laying in bed or whatever, we always watch stuff that we both like. And then I know there's stuff that she won't want to watch, and she knows there's stuff that I won't want to watch. So we do that when I'm on the road. I think it was This Is Us, maybe. And I'm like, Kate, I just can't do it. I tried and tried and tried. I'm like, I'm out. So we decided that was one example, and there were a few others where we were like, tell you what, you watch that while I'm gone, and I'll watch this basketball documentary or whatever, and we'll watch stuff together that we know we both like. I'm with Justin on This Is Us. <laughs> I know you if, are. <laughs> if, if I was in a relationship, I'd be like, no, you you watch that. I'll go watch, you know, Obi-Wan and we'll, we'll meet in the middle. This is how we are in my relationship as well. There are a lot of things that we watch together. Marvel is kind of the connector too. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have any interest in any of these shows that I like, these sitcoms. I love a good sitcom, like a superstore or something like that. And he loves to watch. He'll watch golf, which for the life of me, I can't even imagine. I don't get that either. So, and well, is he the guy? Because my pop drives my mom insane. My pop will watch a football game that's like five years old 
or from last year or even like 20 years old. And he watches it like it's happening right now. He, he has done that before. But there was that one time that he and the, the boy child convinced me to bet I didn't know it was an old oh, game. Oh, no. <laughs> you bet on a game that was older like it happened? <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you got to watch that with those two. They're sneaky. All right, let's uh, let's move on to our final topic, and that is people who become, like, their whole personality is just based on this one trait they may have. And I feel like, actually, I feel like almost everyone is like this in their own way. Because, well, when we first talked about it, I said of myself, Star Wars is probably my whole my it's probably my whole life if you think about it like every single day of my life I wear a Star Wars t-shirt I got a Star Wars tattoo it's like all I think about yeah you got really excited over the news that Rogue One is going to be back on the big screen yeah. for one day only as a uh, lead-in to the new Disney Plus series Andor exactly that was huge for you you were excited and when you describe people who watch Star Wars you say we like you yeah. say, we found out, we, like, this is a club that you a are club. a part of. Mm-hmm. And some of the things on this list kind of fall into that. Like, people who love all things Disney, it becomes their personality. They're those like people, one of those Disney people. I think I'm a Star Wars fan. Those Disney fans are rabid. They're yeah. insane. There are the crypto people, the CrossFit people, the driving a Tesla people, the people who identify as their zodiac signs, mm-hmm. the people who identify almost exclusively as a fan of a particular team. Right. And you are definitely a runner. Yeah. I mean, that is that is your personality. Yeah. It, it plays into what I wear every day. Yeah. It plays into what you, I eat. What do you I think do. that evolved too? Because I think yeah. I remember when you first started, when you mentioned CrossFit on that uh on that list, were you you were into CrossFit for a while? Never right? CrossFit, but gyms no. like yeah, workouts, just going like to the that gyms. kind of yeah. And it's evolved into now. It's like you're you're solely focused on being a great runner, and you are. Thank you. But I don't know. I don't get like okay. You don't get my Star Wars fandom. I mean, I get it. I get. I think I am a hundredth of the fan you are about Star Wars, about Marvel. Okay. So I do get that because I have facts in my head that I could get into. I could certainly have a conversation about Marvel that would make somebody else, like their eyes could roll back in their head. Like you used to say, I was geeking out. You could geek out on I Marvel. I could geek out on all of that stuff. I, I wouldn't be close to some other geeks. And I'm the same way. People say, oh, you're the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm the biggest Star Wars fan you know, but definitely not the biggest one in the world. Right. But here's what I wanted to get to. You do these runs that are insanely painful and long, <laughs> and it's hot, and you could be sitting on TV, on the couch watching yeah. TV, and, and that I don't get. I mean, it's like 105, and you're out there smiling and running 30 miles. But that's that's what you don't get about me. What I don't get about you is sitting in a chat room online talking about a series that hasn't even started yet. <laughs> so we I think we are all better for knowing each other. Absolutely. And 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 also respecting and getting other fandoms. Exactly. I learned that at a young age I worked at a record store and I was just a pop music fan and over a 7 or 8 year period I learned to appreciate fans of, you know, Megadeth or Pavarotti, uh, uh, or whatever it is, Steely Dan versus Kiss. I learned everyone's got their own thing, and I can respect that. I don't have to get it, but I respect it. 
But not Genesis, right? You don't respect oh, those bands. Oh, I love me some Genesis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What was that movie? Um, the one you made me watch. Oh, God, it was um, such a good movie. I can't uh, remember the name um, of it the now. The Street, something Street. What was it? Ble- not Bleecker Street. I no. can't remember the name what of it. What was the name? We are the worst. <laughs> we are Gosh, the we have worst. no business doing a podcast because we have terrible memories. <laughs> well, stop bringing up stuff we haven't I know. prepped. I know. That's true. And that is very true. Great movie, too. But, Wait, but pause. They, so we had a little race. We paused and we had a little race and I got it. Sing Street. Sing Street. So there's a line in Sing Street where he's nervous about another guy taking his girl and the older brother says, he's a Genesis fan. You have no problem. <laughs> no problem. But this is set in the 80s. Yeah. So now it's we, can a look, new wave. we can look back and go, okay, we get all it. Right, Genesis is it. brilliant. No, we are. We are respectful of fans of all kinds of music, especially if you're a country music fan. We're going to talk to you tomorrow in the show after the show. Thanks for listening.